As always, it's so good to be with you. And this is a very special day in the life of the church as we celebrate the epiphany of the Lord. The epiphany of the Lord. What is an epiphany anyway? Well, I like to think of it as an aha moment or like a light bulb going off in your head. Have you ever had those kind of moments? In other words, an epiphany is coming to the realization of something you had not known before. And when you realize it, it just wows you. It's like, wow, this is amazing. This is really, truly wonderful. And what is the epiphany of the Lord in today's gospel reading? Well, a direct giveaway is the fact that at the crash over there, you will see three wise men. Although they showed up early this year because of COVID and because we had to set things up early. So they've been there ever since Christmas, but we typically don't put them over there until this epiphany of the Lord. So they've been there for a while. But um, they were the first non-Jewish people recorded in Matthew's gospel who recognized the divinity, the royalty, and the humanity of Jesus. The three gifts that they bore, gold, frankincense, and myrrh, they symbolized divinity, royalty, and humanity. Now, this epiphany, it is horrendous. It may not have quite the effect on us today as it did then because 2,000 years have passed since it took place, and we just normally accept this as a given reality. But if you lived in that day, wow, it was a, it was a turn you upside down kind of thought. And as well, because it's 2,000 years later, it no, in no way diminishes the great significance that the epiphany has in our lives. And the epiphany of the Lord is this. It is the realization that salvation through Jesus is universal, meaning that it is for everyone, which means you and me. That's what makes, uh, makes it so important. We're not typically, there's probably not many Jewish people in here, but we are called the Gentiles. And that's what uh, Paul, that's how he nailed it in the second reading this evening. What did he say? He said that it has been revealed to you that the Gentiles are co-heirs, members of the same body, and co-partners in the gospel of Christ Jesus. Wow, that's, that's an epiphany. And so this solemnity of Jesus' universal coming into the world also gives rise to another consideration. And that question is this. Does God still speak to us today through epiphanies? Does God still speak to us today through epiphanies? Can we still experience those aha moments in our lives where God pulls back the curtain of time and dynamically and actively breaks into our lives in order to renew, refresh, revitalize, and reinvigorate our passion and pursuit of life. Well, that's a lot to say, so I'm going to give you a real simple answer. The answer is an emphatic yes. Absolutely, God still speaks today. Uh, 
I'm sure that all of us, everyone here can recall some times where we've had those epiphanies in our life. Epiphanies are important because they are a way of showing us that God loves us and that he will bring out the best from whatever situation that we might be in. So in the moments that I have left, I'd like to offer you a couple of thoughts on how to better receive epiphanies in the year 2021. That's a very important question with everything going on. The first thing, if you want to receive more epiphanies in your life, is live in the present moment. Live in the present moment. See, epiphanies are meant to be found in the present moment because unless you're a time traveler like Doctor Who on the television show, I'm one of his big fans, uh, you know, you don't live in the past and you don't live in the future. You live in the present. That's the only place. See, the past is behind you and the future lies ahead of you. And if you focus too much on either one of those, it ultimately becomes a distraction is what it does. It distracts us from the present moment where God intends to speak to you. Now, here's a very important point to remember on the present moment and epiphanies as we navigate through the year 2021. There is so much speculation out there today about what kind of year it's going to be. What's 2021? You know, in 2020, that seems history now. Uh, it's, it's sort of like some people say, well, it's going to be better. I'm glad that year's over. Then some people say, well, it's going to be worse. The, the worst is still ahead for us. Here's what happens if you get caught up in thinking about those things. If you're not careful, you'll find yourself waking up every morning and running to the television or opening the newspaper and saying this to yourself, hello world, how am I supposed to feel today? How am I supposed to feel today? Let me say this, rid yourself of such emotional roller coaster nonsense. Don't distract yourself from what God is doing in the present moment. Instead, when you wake up every morning, as soon as those eyes open wide, before you ever get out of bed, say this, hello, loving God, I'm going to trust you today. There's nothing that you and I can handle together. Now, let me ask you, that's a quite a different approach to life, isn't it? <laughs> what a difference it makes. You know, actually, it makes all the difference in the world, in your attitude and your perspective, your mindset, your emotions as you head into the day. Because it's not what the world, what's going on in the world, it's about God. See, when you approach life with the attitude that the Heavenly Father, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, Mary, and all the saints who love you with an everlasting love, that they are with you today, it frees you. See, there's a sense of confidence that comes in trust. When you trust God and all of these wonderful, wonderful people, when you trust that, then guess what? Distraction goes away, and it opens you up to what God wants to surprise you with for that day. Now, let me ask you a simple question. Which way are you living? Which way are you living? 
Are you living a life of anxiety or are you living a life of trust? Which one? And better yet, the better question is this, is that where you want, is that where you want to stay? Are you satisfied with where you are? Well, God would say, come up higher. Keep coming up higher. So live in the present moment. That's critical. The second thing is to think infinite possibilities. Uh, God says he's the God of impossibil impossibilities all throughout the scriptures, but the one that we're most familiar with recently is what the angel said to Mary. What did, what did the angel Gabriel say? He said, Mary, for nothing is impossible with God. See, God was getting ready to do something that was out of this world. And uh, it's like, this is not impossible for God. So when you begin to think about God of infinite, the God of infinite possibilities, what happens is positive things begin to happen in your life. A lot of times we walk around like they used to say when I was growing up with the mule with blinders on. You ever seen blinders on a mule? Well, they keep you, it's like this. They're blinders to keep you from uh, looking to your left and to your right. And that's sort of how we look at life today. We look at it from a sense of reality. Here's what I see. But you and I are not called to a walk, a life of what we see. We're called to a life of faith. We walk by what God says. We walk in the faith of the God of infinite impossibilities. And when you do that, you begin to realize that God is working in your life in the behind-the-scenes kinds of things. And here becomes another extremely, extremely important point for you to remember. God is always doing 10,000 things in your life, although you might see only three of them. See, God's, God's at work. You know, think about how many times have you breathed today? Well, who gave you the breath of life? Well, think about that. See, and, and when you begin to think about God is active and dynamically alive and working in your life, then things begin to change. Then you begin to realize that God has a bigger plan for your life than you have for yourself. It's that great. Uh, you begin to realize in this God of infinite possibilities that you haven't even scratched the surface of what God is capable of doing in your life. That's a wonderful thought, isn't it? That's an inspiring thought. Uh, I like what God said in Habakkuk 1. He said this, Be utterly amazed, for I'm going to do something in your days. He's talking about Jesus. I'm going to do something in your days that you would not believe even if you were told. Wow, that's, that's powerful. So think infinite possibilities. The third thing is to place yourself in environments that are conducive to God's surprises. Now, if you do a word search on the words amazed or the words astonished in the Holy Scriptures, here's something that you'll discover. You'll discover that this is the reaction that people have when they're around Jesus. Jesus says something. Jesus do, does something and they are absolutely amazed and they are astonished at what Jesus has to say. Now, that's a powerful takeaway if you're open to receiving it because what, what it's saying is this. 
the people that you run around with and the places that you spend your time, that you hang out, they have a tremendous impact, a tremendous impact on your receptivity to the surprises of God. And that's why it's important that we are called to surround ourselves with faith-filled people and be found in faith-filled places like the church here this evening, which will inspire us to be a better person, to be a more holy person. So I'd like to leave you with two thoughts for reflection this evening. First of all, Pope Francis said that we should ask God for a heart that loves God's surprises. Why not take the plunge right now? Maybe you've been challenged tonight to go deeper into God. If you do, you'll find yourself pleasantly surprised. And the second thing is this. In this time that we're living in, could you use a little more astonishment, awe, wonder, being stunned, electrified, bewildered, and even dumbfounded by what God is doing in your life? If that's the case, I strongly encourage you to commit yourself to deepening your relationship with Jesus in the year 2021. That's, that's where the life is. That's where the life is. God bless you.